hello and welcome. Hello and welcome to Just Giving the Circus Live 2. We had a lot of different ideas for openers before we had technical issues, but you know, the rain kept getting pushed back all day. And we had technical problems in every room we tried. And sometimes the universe just tells you, hey, give up. And then you tell the universe, hey, screw you, I'm doing the show. And we're doing it anyway. We've got a lot of different things planned for you today. We've got a couple games. We've got Emily Frank is here for our music. Very excited to hear her sing some of those songs live, acoustically. Uh, word, right? I got too many music majors in the audience to really mess up music sort of stuff. So, uh, all right. So I think we're ready to begin. Did you have any opening remarks you wanted to make? Um, unfortunately, one of the other rooms we were in had some Cheetos on the ground, but this room did not have any snacks provided for us. So. <laughs> um, also, we were told a tornado touched down about 15 miles away. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. So, if there's any issue, we are very close to a, a basement, and uh, we will move over there. <laughs> Take that, universe! So this is Emily Frank. Um, so Emily, you were really... between you? Yeah, right between us. Just gonna... My matcha! Um, so, you were really busy this summer with all sorts of gigs and everything. Can you tell me about some of those experiences you had? Um, well, a lot of them was just through... I know uh, two guys who are in a band called War Is Over, and they were playing a lot of gigs, and they were like, hey, we need someone to open for us, and I got that slot, which was awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, um, where were all the gigs at, and like, what kind of music did all the other people play? A lot of it was like acoustic -y folk, pop, same stuff as mine okay, for so the most part. Some, there was a few where it was totally different, but there was some, uh, some screamo going on there. <laughs> it totally came up after that, I was like, okay. Well, <laughs> it just means you have to do a screamo yeah. song. When are, we, when are we gonna get a screamo? <laughs> Emily Frank's screamo EP is gonna come okay. out uh, next month. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Featuring Ben's a lot of them <laughs> oh please, I'll sample it. Josh will sample you. Yeah, Josh, <laughs> Josh can sample my laugh. Mouse pad, wherever. He's not here right now. But, but um, a lot were the same, and they were just these small, like, independent venue things mm -hmm. that I really know how to describe it. We played at Evolution Music, which is a music store, and a, like, small gig place, too. They have lessons there, so people who take lessons can perform, and they let us perform for their um, show. And then the other ones were just, we had one at Max's house. We oh, like yeah. made our own house <laughs> yeah. show, yeah. Oh some of them were just house shows and stuff, but yeah, pretty much just like independent stuff. What were some of the reactions from audience members to music? Did you have people coming up to you afterwards or anything? A lot of people said they really liked the lyrics and that means a lot to me because like I write, primarily when I write music, I write it for the lyrics. It was like the biggest outlet. I taught myself guitar to sing with guitar because I've always liked to sing and then I want to be able to like accompany myself on something, and I it really means a lot when people listen to the lyrics. Mm -hmm. So, what's your songwriting process then? Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> um, usually something very dramatic happens. <laughs> I like, oh, jeez, I gotta do something about it. And I keep a note on my phone, and when it gets too long, I start a new one. So I've got like five notes going of just like sayings 
that I think of or other people say. Um, sometimes, you know, text messages become a note on the phone, yeah. anything, you know, just like a little line. And then I, it kind of starts out as poetry, I guess, because I usually write the lyrics first. And I'll take the, the line that inspired something and try and write a chorus or a verse off of that. And then it usually just comes with the melody, like it, or just comes with it. And then I try and add chords, and that's the hardest part for me because I'm totally self-taught, like hacking on this guitar. So <laughs> I just make that up as I go. So how long have you been writing music for and performing music? Um, I've only been performing since this summer, I guess. I don't know. I like never really sang or like performed my own stuff for people. Um, I've been writing since I was in junior high. When, that's why I started. I started learning how to play guitar because of Taylor Swift. I was like a huge <laughs> Taylor Swift fan, and so like total Swifty from day one. Started learning how to play guitar, and then, I mean, after playing covers in my bedroom for a long time, I was like, I, wanna, like I'm bored. I want to write my own stuff, so I start writing my own music, and I just did that in my room for a long time, like by myself. And then I posted my first SoundCloud cover when I was like 13, I think. I was like, ooh, this is so fun. I can, like, other people can hear it, but no one knows about it. It's like, no one knew I posted covers or anything. Is it still on your SoundCloud? It's private. Oh. <laughs> it's private. Oh, Are you going to sing that one tonight? Yeah, no. can, we, can we hear that it's one? It's an Ed Sheeran cover. It was so bad. It was so bad. Which like, song? God, uh, I don't know. It's I think it was the one from, like, the Fault in Our Stars soundtrack. <laughs> it was, like, seventh grade Emily all emo in a room, like, playing really bad guitar chords, but I mean, after that, I just, I just want to start writing my own stuff, and I had tried writing lyrics, like, really, really bad when I was, before I knew how to play guitar, so there was, like, nothing to put them to, but then after that, it kind of just happened organically. So does it get easier over time, then? No. No? No. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess, I guess I have more of a process now, and it's more of a constant thing, before I would just be like, oh, I want to try and write a song. And I'd be like, I'm like going to try and make this happen. And I feel like now I just, I do it a lot. So it kind of just happens all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So what was the process for your, your most recent EP, which just came out yeah. uh, it came last out week, right? Last week on Friday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what was the process for writing and then getting that EP out there? I'll be honest. I was like, I'm just keep releasing singles because I like to like write a song, like mess around on GarageBand or Logic, make it all happen and then just put it out there and like forget about it. <laughs> because it's like a, a total like emotional outlet and then just put it up and that's like out of my system kind of yeah. thing. But then I was like, why don't I, I'm writing songs about the same thing. Like all my songs are about the same thing. I was like, why don't I just put them together? And this summer I was like, I was very consistently, write, consistently writing songs um, at like end of last semester and this summer. And I picked the ones that I really liked and the ones that like had turned into actual, I don't want to say like actual songs, but the ones that became more than just like me and my guitar and in like a logic project or something. And kind of just worked on them one by one. And I wrote a lot of them uh, while I was on this big road trip with my family. We went on a road trip to Arizona, Utah, and Colorado. And I did a lot of writing in the car and like writing in my notes while hiking and stuff like that, and that inspired a lot of them, which was fun. Yeah. Um, what What are your favorite songs on the EP? Oh, jeez. Two of them. So um, two, because there's only five, right? 
Yeah, there's only five. I really like self-destruct. That one I wrote during spring break, but it didn't have a full, full chorus. It was like half the chorus was written, and then the rest was like just like filler words, like that weren't anything. Um, and then I came, then I like had these weird like two lines that came out of nowhere, and I was like, ooh, maybe I can like slot this into a different song, and they fit perfectly into that like already written song, and it became self-destruct. So I was really proud of that one. Um, and I like mountains. Mountains is fun. I really like the lyrics on that one. I really like mountains. Yeah, let's get some oh, guys, thanks. Mountains. <laughs> That's a good one. I like the lyrics. Um, so, what songs for you um, are usually the easiest to, to write? What are they about? Sad songs. Like, sad really, ones. really sad songs. Like, oh my god, I've been crying songs. Like, those. <laughs> 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 it's just, it always turns into, like, slow acoustics. I'm like, okay, you need to calm down. No one wants to listen to a six-minute ballad of you and your guitar. Like, you need to cool it. <laughs> but those, are, those always are the easiest to write for me. So what's your favorite song that you've ever written? Um, I think, oh jeez. <laughs> I think I never wanted that anyway. I really like that one. And that one took a really long time to write. Because I, I don't remember when I wrote it. But I remember writing it and then like being like, ah, I hate that, that was stupid. And then like forgetting about it and then coming back to it and then going back, like way back and forth, back and forth. And I kept trying to record it and I could never get it to sound like how I wanted it to sound. And then when I did, it was very rewarding, like personally rewarding. So how do you balance doing music stuff and then also doing theater stuff and then your classes? I don't. <laughs> don't. I don't <laughs> at all. I mean, some like I was realizing a lot this semester. I don't write songs as much when classes are full swing because I don't mm -hmm. have time. But then sometimes I'll come home and I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna do my homework tonight. I'm just gonna go play guitar and like that never turns out very well. Like don't do that. But <laughs> I. I think you just, I don't know, I just like make sacrifices here and there. Not do your homework some nights to finish the song, but I feel like I'm constantly writing too. I just kind of try and keep notes and keep it up as much as I can, because that's, like, that's my favorite thing to do, and it's totally like a passion project. I, I love it, and I think that keeps me sane oh, yeah, in definitely. the midst of all this. <laughs> yeah. um, is, there, is there an issue? Are we good? People trying to break in here. We'll fight them. They're gonna be like, um, actually, <laughs> at this point, I'm ready. To go. Like, um, actually, I have this room reserved, so it'd be great if you guys get out of the. Who reserves a room at night on a Sunday? Us. Well, this isn't reserved, so. Yeah, we took it over. So what? What's the long-term plan for Emily Frank? Are you looking to go more into music? Looking to be a crisis. doing more music or theater? Which one like is the biggest thing for you? I don't know. I really don't know. It's hard to choose. It's not hard to choose. I know what I like more. But and like I know what fulfills me more. But then you never know what's gonna happen. And you can't can't put all your eggs in one basket. So I'm just gonna keep doing what I like and what I love. <laughs> yeah. um, so they're doing this thing, Hollywood's doing this thing where they keep making movies about these famous singers and everything like that. So let's say years down the road, they make a movie about Emily Frank. Okay. Um, yeah. That'd be great, right? <laughs> what do you think 
uh, would be some major plot points, and these can be made up like future events. <laughs> And who do you think would play Emily Frank? Oh my god. <laughs> yes! Max will play Emily Frank. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, major plot points? Jeez, I don't know. If I'm still writing music, there'll probably be some sad stuff going on. <laughs> um, oh my god. Yeah. I don't know. I guess, at, like, up till now, learning how to play guitar. Because I remember when I was like, strum chord and then like look at the google image of the like chord chart and like move my fingers because they couldn't move on there and then strum the chord and like being able to play guitar and then and I that's going to be an hour of the movie there you go that's <laughs> it that's all and I think this summer was a big turning point like being able to play my music for people was scary but it was really fun yeah and it was like personally fulfilling it was really fun do you have any uh, big gigs coming up that you're really excited for? Um, this Friday. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going full band at the Spaceman, if you guys want to come. It's going to be, yeah, we've got like keys, drums, bass. We're going all out. The whole band. Yeah, That's it's going to be crazy. Yeah, That's so really we got exciting. that. Do you have a band name? Not yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Is it just Emily Our Frank group chat is called um, the other people. M in the Jam. So that's M in the Jam. All of our first initials. Oh, it's bad. But yeah, we're hopefully. Yeah, well, not hopefully. We're playing on Friday, so uh, come on and see that. Nice. Um, I think you know you brought your guitar. I did. Um, and you had some songs. I do. I have two songs to play. So. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna play mountains first. Um, and let's see if I remember all of
die. This is for Shannon.
Thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening, and thank you guys for having me. All right. So I think I've figured out why we've had so many issues today. Um, that was the high point of the show. Um, and I, I think it's because we put a two in the title, which means that this oh. is appearing as a sequel, and sequels are famously bad. Yeah. Like, I really wanted this to be more of a Shrek 2 than a, a Jaws 2, or a Toy Story 2 than a, than a Jaws 2, or a Daddy Day Camp. This is, this is becoming more of a Daddy Day Camp. <laughs> but, Luckily, you know, they still have good soundtracks, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to give some up, quick updates about the last show. Um, we had all sorts of people on uh, from all different RSOs at ISU. Um, and uh, they've moved on to bigger and better things. Um, Grant Brown, our uh, former co-host, so Ben's old position. Uh, he actually has uh, moved on to the place up there, uh, Chicago. <laughs> he, is, uh, he, he got his first big boy adults acting job. I'll be watching. He might be. I don't know. He's, he said he wanted to fight Ben for uh, the co-hosting position, but maybe he's not the, here. Maybe the, for the third one. Maybe for the third one. Yeah, let's see. Um, but also, uh, John Tovar was on last show talking about Girl in the Red Corner, which actually went on to win a Jeff Award. Yeah. For, uh, <laughs> congratulations, John, on that. Additionally, um, Jimmy Chrisman, had, he's in his second season of Fed Talks. So congratulations, yeah. Jimmy. listen to Fed Talks yet, it's a podcast for theater educators. And even if you're not a theater ed person, it's still, all my theater editors are, <laughs> but it's still a fantastic resource for anyone going into education, anyone with interest in theater, anyone who just loves the arts and creating. Uh, there's so many uh, fantastic people that he's had on there talking about their school programs or their careers, and it's just really great. So congratulations, Jimmy, on uh, season two. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I'm going to be on a future episode. But, uh, <laughs> I, I really mean it. It's a great show. Um, and then we had all sorts of other guests move on and graduate, so congratulations to them. Um, no real big applause for that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of them are still here. Uh, we had Logan was on the show last time. I don't know where he went. He was here. Rehearsal. <laughs> but, uh, he had rehearsal. Um, which, speaking of that, uh, ISU Theater is in full swing. Uh, Yellow Inn closed today. So <laughs> fantastic show. Um, just the translation was just, I, I don't, I, I'm not, I can't read Korean. But um, from what I saw, it, it, it just, I feel like it was translated really well on stage, like you got all of it. There's all sorts of darker, deeper themes there, but uh, it was still like really entertaining. I saw some of the 152 students even like enjoying it. So, you know, that's always okay. <laughs> right? um, also, Electric Baby, Heartland Theater, uh, closed yesterday. 
sorts of uh, creative people here in the audience and uh, they've got all sorts of things coming up. Uh, this week we have Acapalooza with these acapella people up here in the front. Um, <laughs> that's Acapalooza's on Friday um, and that's going to be a fantastic time. It always is. All four acapella groups are going to be performing at that. And then uh, Brooklyn's Bridge is on to be expected. But um, I've got Ben here on the show, and Ben is actually a sophomore here at ISU. Mm -hmm. Isn't that fantastic for him? Yeah. I'm actually, I'm a, when I saw the first live show, I was just like, I really enjoyed it. And when Wes asked me this summer, like, um, he asked me if I'd be his co-host, and I was like, someone, he must have asked someone first, and they must have rejected it, and I had to be a second choice, but like, I'm so happy that he chose me, and I'm just like, couldn't believe that he asked me of all people with so many options out there. So, thank you. Thank you for being on. I'll give you money later. Oh yeah, thanks. <laughs> but um, he's in playback theater with mm -hmm. me now, mm -hmm. and he's a theater educator, he's on the board for Theater Fest, mm -hmm. um, and so Ben and I, we're, we're just, you know, we're very alike in that way. He's my grandson, mm -hmm. um, is what we've decided. He was the first person here to call me grandpa. Uh, most people would take that as some sort of offense, but me, I, uh, I took it in stride. Well, so. the first time I saw Wes, I was a senior. So I was like, what a boomer! <laughs> no, 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 no. I was a, I was a senior in high school, and I came to theater. I came to theater fest, and um, I had an idea that I wanted to go into theater ed, and. Uh, there was this workshop, it's like, you want it, so you want to be a theater ed major or whatever. And I was like, well, I gotta go to that. And Madison was on the panel, and Wes was on the panel, and those are the two people I remember. And then I saw Wes up there and I was like, oh my gosh, that guy's like so sophisticated and like knows what he's doing in life. And I, like, I was like really looked up to him. And then I saw him like what it means to be a red bird, and I was just like, just like even more like just this legend. And then I saw, then he came into my 185 class uh, last year which is like the intro to theater ed. And like, I was like so nervous and I was like, man, like I gotta, I gotta get him to notice me, you know? And I was like, oh, he's old. I guess I, guess I can start calling him grandpa. And then it just kind of stuck. And um, that's probably why I'm co-hosting right now. All right, we're gonna wrap up the show here. Um, I promised a preview of uh, Brooklyn's Bridge. And I got that on, on my laptop here. Um, we just have to wait for it to connect properly. I can still talk in the dark. Um, so this is a song that takes place in the second act of Brooklyn's Bridge. Uh, it's really just kind of an empowering song that really sort of wraps up the whole message behind the show and the, just the themes of Brooklyn's Bridge. Um, we're very excited. The pro just because the lights are off doesn't mean I don't know who's talking. <laughs> um, but Brooklyn's Bridge was, it's been a fantastic process, and working with Ray has been a, a, just a joy. He, he's, he's been out on Broadway working on all sorts of things, and he came back here to work on his own musical that he wrote um, here at ISU. So it, it's just a very once-in-a-lifetime sort of uh, um, experience for a lot of us students here. And Brooklyn's Bridge is about the building of Brooklyn's Bridge. Um, and how Emily Roebling 
sort of took up the helm when her husband became sick and wasn't able to finish the construction. So here is a clip from Brooklyn's Bridge uh, of the song, We Built the Bridge. Hey, O'Malley, aren't you supposed to be working up there? I am working, working at enjoying this view. Get back to work, O'Malley. Bridge's not for another 15 minutes. I can't hear you. I said, you're giving Ireland a bad name.
men, and yes, this woman who got these towers to stand so tall, though we may not be remembered when all is said and done. Still, I sit up here tonight and tip my hat to what's become. stage, come out Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. We're in the CPA Concert Hall. Uh, check that out. A lot of fantastic people in that production, as you can see. Um, so thank you so much to everyone for coming out. I know we had to brave a lot of uh, rain, technical problems, changing rooms, and all sorts of stuff, but it really means a lot for all of you to come out here and enjoy this uh, company with us. So thank you so much to all of you. Thank you. Thank you to Emily for coming on and singing for us. And if you want to see us again live, we're going to be part of the Free Stage Festival. Uh, Kelsey Fisher-Waits is a confirmed guest for the next show. We've got a couple other guests in store and other surprises waiting. So uh, we hope to get more information out about that soon. But thanks so much for coming out today. Have a great week. With that, we're just giving the service. And with that, we are just skimming the service. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, be sure to follow or subscribe on your favorite podcasting service. Don't forget to like W Skim Milk on Facebook and to check out WSkimmilk.com for more about me. This has been Wesley W Skim Milk Skim. Have a great night. <laughs>